welcome to Player to Start Podcast with Kat and Sack and our newest co-host, Jock. Jock, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, uh, Sack and Kat, it's great to be part of the team. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Jalk. I am a video games enthusiast. I'm from the great state of Texas and a U.S. Army veteran. Uh, I'm a very big video game guy, and I know you two are as well. So on that topic, I would love to know what games you guys have been playing lately. I've been playing Hogwarts uh, and Hell at Loose. So I've been kind of like switching off between the two, even though they're on total opposites, but... Uh, I've been really enjoying Hogwarts. Um, I, I think that that's going to be a really big game this year. When people look back on 2023, they're going to see Hogwarts as one of the top five, may, maybe so, maybe top ten to top five games of this year. Um, even though with all that controversy surrounding it, uh, that's how I feel about it. How about you, uh, Kent? I agree. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned the controversy because really I haven't heard much about that since I've really dived into the game, but I'm still under 15 hours, I believe. I love it so far. It's so relaxing. And yesterday I saw how big the map is, of oh, the, yes. the world map. It is huge. I can see myself playing this game for a really long time. So yeah, you know, our friend, into the it, months. <laughs> he finished that game in about 35 to 36 hours. I, Wow. But he kind of he just went to main story. He didn't do any of the side quests. He didn't mm. do all the collectibles. And so, for personally, for me, like I am going to do a lot of those collectibles. I am going to do almost all the side quests I, I can, you know. And I'm probably going to spend like at least a hundred hours in that game. Yeah, I don't know. I I kind of agree with that because the reason that when I started playing this game, I've put about twenty five hours in it, and then I got kind of a little bored. I wanted to play other games, so I started playing a little bit of Assassin's Creed, a little bit of RimWorld, which is one of my favorite games. Uh, and then I saw there all, there's already a modding community, very active for Hogwarts and on Nexus mods, and it's really? it's amazing that so many mods are already coming out to help with the frame stutter issues that people are having. Uh, those mods are already out, so I stopped playing for another reason. I was like, maybe there are going to be some really cool mods that come out that will enhance mm -hmm. my gameplay, so maybe I'll start playing the game Maybe, you know, a few weeks from now when a few more mods have come out. That's what I think about Hogwarts right now. How's your yeah. uh, rig handling um, Hogwarts in general? Because I've gotten to some areas of the game, especially in the cutscenes, which is really strange for your frames to drop like that much. But I, I've been getting like huge frame drops during those weird mm -hmm. cutscenes. And it's not all the time. It's kind of like random for some reason. I haven't had oh. an issue with it, actually. It's been running really, really amazing. I haven't even yeah. had an issue running it with Discord. It's been doing great. But I do have this new beast of a PC, so maybe True. that yeah. has something to do with it. I, I have a very decent rig. I'm running it on a 3070 along with, you know, about 32 gigs of RAM. And I've got a decent processor. The only issue I have sometimes when you're in Hogwarts and you hit Revelio, which everybody's hitting R all the time to find yeah. all the clues and all the... Revelio. <laughs> pages revelio revelio you know that's consistently <laughs> what we're doing and i'm pretty sure everybody's doing that hitting their r key consistently on their keyboard on their yep. gamepad and that's sometimes i i notice frame drops whenever i hit revelio inside hogwarts and i'll be like what and i'll be yeah. like it's it's a it's a massive frame drop so that yeah. that's the only concern i have with the game uh i think the graphics look it's very very visually appealing the gameplay is solid yeah. uh the spells are solid it's really fun to play yeah, I, I agree. Sometimes when I'm like spamming Revelio, I do also get a little bit of a frame drop. It's strange how we both get frame drops in different areas of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yep. so, 
So uh, yeah, I've I've been playing a lot of that and and Hell at Loose, and I'm just glad that uh, I've been having some time to myself to game because it's been such stress reliever, stress reliever. Uh, don't you agree, Kat? Yeah, definitely. I know now that I'm back in office and in doing school, taking classes at the same time. After a really long day, all I want to do is just relax and and play a chill game, and and that's definitely been Hogwarts lately. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, and talking about stress reliever, I believe that a lot of people got into the video game uh, setup since the pandemic happened. We all know about that. Uh, video game has uh, industry has grown exponentially, but we saw a lot more people become video gamers uh, in March 2020 when the pandemic uh, hit and you know everything was being shut down. We were all confined to our living spaces. So we saw a lot of people buying switches. We saw a lot of people buying uh, you know, video game consoles, building PCs and get into the video games. What, what was your experience with the pandemic, guys? Uh, I can go first real quick. Uh, I remember like, so my kids, uh, my wife and my kids were here at home and we both work from home anyway, so it wasn't like such a huge transition for our work style. But with the kids being home, then we were like, well, what are we going to do? We got to figure out something that they can do inside because I couldn't take them anywhere. Mm-hmm. So we, as soon as the pandemic hit, I ordered a Switch. And I didn't want to order a Switch because I'm not a huge fan of Nintendo's proprietary stuff. Like they kind of milk you uh, for this, for what you get, basically, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's Nintendo. I know it was safe for the boys. So I got them a Switch. Luckily, I was able to get one early on uh, because like a week or two after I got my Switch, there was you couldn't buy a Switch anywhere. They were, they were all out, you know? You could, you'd go to any GameStop, any Best Buy, wherever you could get a, a gaming console. You couldn't even order it online. So, um, yeah, that, that's how it started for us, playing a lot of Switch together. You know, doing that kind of stuff. How about you, Kat? So for me, before the pandemic, I maybe gamed a few hours a week. And then after the start of the pandemic, like you said, couldn't leave, couldn't go anywhere. So I definitely gamed a lot more. And it was on the Switch because of the new Zelda game that had just come out. I played that game for months and months. And when we got close to the end, I would restart it, play a different level. Um, It was a lot of fun. Um, and then from there, I switched to PC. So I definitely know the pandemic affected my gaming experience for sure. Um, although I, I love it. I mean, it's carried over now into, I mean, it's part of my daily life gaming. Um, and I met you guys through it. So, um, yeah, definitely the pandemic has affected my gaming experience. How, how did it start for you, Jock? Like, was there a... a- uh, like a sequence of events that happened just like us. Like for instance, you know, we, when, when I, when the pandemic hit for us, like we all automatically went to the switch. Kat said she yeah. went in Zelda. Uh, me and the family, we all had an account for, uh, for a- animal crossing. Like we were all like switching off between that. <laughs> what were you guys doing? Well, to be honest, I was playing video games well before that. Like, I have been PC gaming for years now. Even before the pandemic, like, my weekends, if I was not out with my wife and kids, I was playing video games, like, with my friends. It may be, like, online multiplayer games like Arma 3, you know, multiple other games that I was playing at the time. The 
I guess pandemic enhanced my gameplay in terms of spending a lot more time on video games than I was doing before. And I believe, uh, Kat, you spoke to a few people about their experiences when it came to the pandemic and how they got involved in the online community and video games, correct? Yes. Looking back at how much the pandemic changed my gaming experience and, and um, you know, a lot of other things around that, I got curious about other people and what their experience was and whether or not they played more now or how they incorporated gaming into their lives. Uh, so we asked a few people their experiences, and now we'll share that with you guys. Did you play games more or less during the pandemic? I lost my job during the pandemic, which has impacted my gaming hours. During the pandemic, I spent an average of 15 hours daily on gaming. Before the pandemic, I spent around eight hours on average. I'm sure I definitely play a lot more. Um, I, I mean, I used to game, but sort of pretty casually. And I was more of a a girl who would go out, party, go to bars, you know, go to people's houses. And I, I was just more like, that's how I socialized. Um, and then when the pandemic happened, I actually had just moved um, to a new town. And so I had sort of started the process of how I would make friends in a new place, you know, using Bumble BFF and mm -hmm. and, uh, and meet up and that kind of thing. And, and that worked for me before, but then the pandemic happened like right away. <laughs> so mm -hmm. um so I started gaming a lot for entertainment. <laughs> All right. So our first answer was from a user named Cario. He's one of our deaf users in our Discord. And um, he had something interesting to say that he already was playing eight hours a day while going to work uh, before the pandemic. So he was already like gaming, you know, most of his free time. And after the pandemic, when he lost his job, he went from eight to 15 hours a day and that is just insane like i wouldn't be able to um, play more than just an hour without you know tending to one of my kids or you know making food for him or whatever um and and th that's just an insane amount of time uh, how about you so the, i agree i could not play even eight hours let alone 15 hours um but i Definitely could maybe I could maybe do five at the most looking at screens that long would, would kill my eyes. But I also can really relate to Buffy's response because before the pandemic, I also was one to go out a lot versus stay in. And so I definitely think that that is one of the reasons why I game a lot more now is that even now that we're technically on the other side of it, most people would say um, I still don't go out anymore. I just would prefer to hang out online playing games with friends. Yeah, hear that. No, you, you both make a great point. And um, I agree. Like, I did not play as much um, as Cario does, or even today. I've uh, got a few hours of games in pretty much every day, if if so. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, I also agree with Buffy. I used to go out. I used to spend time outside. But uh, now I spend more time at home. And even after the pandemic, now that it's fading, I still prefer staying <laughs> Yeah. indoors and spending time with <laughs> you guys too. playing video games than going outside yeah. uh but another thing that i explored uh like you guys mentioned that you got a switch during the pandemic so did i uh i did explore other platforms of video games provided i was exclusively playing on pc prior to that 
I got a PS4, uh, I got a Switch, and, uh, you know, me and my daughter started playing Animal Crossing, setting up our farm with cherry trees, orange trees, selling them, you know, so on and so forth. So we explored that as well. Uh, were there any other platforms that you guys explore? Or, you know, I know, Kat, you had a question for our guests as well, correct? Yes, definitely. I so I started play like I started the pandemic. I did have a console. I had a PlayStation, and then my roommate had the Switch. So I played a little bit of both of those. A lot of the Switch for Zelda, as I'd mentioned before. I was fairly new to PC, so that was kind of a an a weird transition for me because I started on a laptop playing Warcraft. But now I honestly don't think I could go back to console. I've since sold my PlayStation, and the only console I think I'll play is the Switch for Zelda when it comes out again in May. But I did become curious about others and if there were any transitions to different consoles during the pandemic because they were interested in certain games or maybe just a different kind of gaming style. So we did ask that question. During the pandemic, did you explore different platforms? I'd say yes, and, and more different how I play different types of games. Uh, for me, it was uh, VR that kind of took off for me and uh, going from like a uh, console type of gaming to a PC type of gaming and then VR. Uh, so that really changed how we gamed and how much I gamed. Um, so I was really, uh, I was mostly a console player. Um, and then a couple years before the pandemic, I got into PC. My husband got me a PC uh, gaming PC so we could play together. And I almost exclusively played games with him like we would just play co-op games together um and then when the pandemic hit i you know expanded how many pc games i was playing but also i got my first VR headset um so that was really that was really great and it was that was brand new to me so um and now i'm i'm in there multiple times a week i'm, I'm really into the vr so uh, that was a huge huge change for me and i don't play console games at all actually anymore it's just mm. easier to socialize on pc and and so i stick to now. All right, so we just heard from CJ um, and Buffy, who are both on the Nerd Herd Discord, and um, it, they brought up some interesting points, uh, and mainly that they're both really into VR, and that's a, that's a great topic to explore because I also bought a VR headset during the pandemic, um, more out of like novelty than actually doing anything because I was able to kind of use it as an exercise outlet. I live in a state where it's super hot in the summer and during the summertime in the pandemic, it kind of sucked to do any kind of exercise. So I kind of used it as, as like a, like a, a tool, um, but also as a pretty fun tool to, you know, play Beat Saber or dancing games and stuff. Although some of those games kind of make me feel sick, like the <laughs> astronaut ones. <laughs> uh, Jock, I know you also got into VR and stuff, but at a later point in time, um, what'd you think of Buffy and CJ's responses? So I think they're using their uh, VR headset on a more social platform uh, when it comes to video games. Whereas why I got it is because I play a lot of simulation games and I got this game uh, that I play called DCS, which is very popular uh, when it comes to flight sims. And I have a whole setup with flight sticks and everything. So I got it for the experience of sitting in uh, the cockpit right. of an F-16 and looking around. But the only problem that I had with that was motion sickness, something I'd never had yep. in my life. Yep. And I got, uh, it, it would, it 
would hurt my head and I would get really, really like I would start feeling sick. So I stopped using it mainly. So sometimes I use it, but most of the times now it just sits in my closet uh, collecting dust. So I, don't, <laughs> I don't use it as often as I should be. So just like you said, a novelty item. Yeah, I get so sick when I play um, racing games with the VR headset. As soon as I hit the brake, it's just like my brain thinks there's supposed to be motion going forward. And I just like, you know, I just can't feel it. Um, What do you think about their responses, Kat? Well, I, I love the idea of VR. But I can't do it in any capacity. I get so nauseous. I can't even play games that are like space related or any anything like that without VR wow, really? because I get nauseous. Yes, wow. but I do love the idea, and I also agree with Buffy on you know the PC ha- uh, being m- more social, having a more social aspect to it because PC gaming is very social, especially now that we have Discord and we can be in voice channels all the time. And that became a huge part of my stress relief during the pandemic because I was able to still connect with people. So another question that we did ask was, did playing video games become more of a stress relief? Did playing video games become more of a stress relief? Um, Yeah, I think... The gaming really like became my new socialization so uh for me it was definitely a stress relief because it was like the thing to do at night like typically right. you know, I put my kids to bed and then it's like yeah. i need my downtime and that used to be socialization going out you know seeing people and then i switched over to gaming but like talking to people and just um yeah so gaming really became like everything my my whole <laughs> entertainment my socialization yeah. everything as far as stress relief so yes and no. It can be a stress reliever um, when you're having fun playing games. But, you know, we're sweaty. We play games. So sometimes it's not a stress reliever. I think some games cause more stress because um, <laughs> they're so sweaty. Uh, but I definitely think that gaming during the pandemic offered an outlet um, to kind of be more social with other people. All right, so we had two great answers from Buffy and one of my good friends, Benny. Um, And both of them kind of have similar answers that it's a great stress relief. Benny also bringing up the topic of things being kind of stressful as well. You know, it it could be both. And I find that similar to me. Uh, Obviously, I've come from a long time of gaming. I've been gaming since I was a little boy. So I've always used it as a stress relief, Um, you know, coming home from work, getting on the game for an hour or two, you know, just kind of like melding down. Um, How do you feel about what they said, Kat? So I agree. I mean, gaming is such a huge stress relief to me. I think it is more of a stress relief to me now because I associate it with the stress that I felt during the pandemic. Uh, at the beginning, I would you I would try other things for stress relief, right? We were all scared. We didn't know what was going on in the world. This pandemic, the first time in my lifetime I'd ever experienced anything like this and everything shutting down. And I remember at first my my outlet was going to the pool at my complex and I would go every day just to feel like I was outside of the home and not isolated. And they very quickly closed the pool also. And I remember feeling devastated 
thinking that was my only outlet. And that's actually around the time when I picked up the Switch to play uh, Zelda and and soon after was playing Warcraft on a laptop. Um, so it definitely became a huge stress relief to me, carried me through the pandemic. Um, I also agree with Benny. I think that some games are so sweaty and definitely cause stress. One in particular, Rust, caused a lot of stress for me during the pandemic. Oh, so definitely both great answers and I can relate. <laughs> No, I, I agree with you. And sometimes, you know, just like you said, stress relievers and stress instigators. And we had different outlets before, but we don't have them yet. But another point that Benny said that it made her more social. And I agree with that. Like, look at us. We met on Discord. We're friends now and we're doing this podcast together. So a lot of social interactions yeah. took place. And do you feel, and I believe this is our next question as well, that do we feel that uh, we have become more social within the online gaming community? Did gaming make you feel more social within the online gaming community or as a way to be connected with others from all over when we were forced to isolate? Yes, it does feel more social because everyone spends a lot of time gaming more hours while they are stuck at home. So we kind of feel connected while playing games and feel closer than usual. I, because of VR, um, I met CJ, actually saw CJ advertise on Facebook uh, to show him movies. So that's how I ended up in Discord, just for uh, for Nerd Herd. And so I had never even socialized that way before. And now it's like my main, my main social media, I guess, if you could call mm -hmm. it that. And um, my main way of connecting with people. So, um, you know, I've, I've had friends like, you know, we live across the country. I'm actually closer to those people now. Mm -hmm even playing Jackpot games or, or watching movie, like things we maybe didn't think of before because it just wasn't the normal thing to do to like right. to meet up with your real life friends online. We started doing Zoom happy hours and then we moved on to Discord and it's so easy to show a movie or, or play a game. And so definitely it changed how I socialize still. Like even though, you know, I, I go places now, it's it's just so much less. Like this is my, my main mode of socialization mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, I, I kind of find like I didn't go a ton, like I didn't have a, a large social group um, just because um, I, I just didn't feel the need. Like I, I, I have my family life, I have some good close friends and whatnot. So it definitely became way more on, on the uh, online side and social side. Friendships form and whatnot, like mm -hmm. people in the server meeting up and gaming. It, it's nice to see. So it's just good. I think so. I think it definitely offered an opportunity to be more social with other people who are experiencing the same thing where you can't go out. Um, so, you know, let's all hang out, um, whether that's through Discord or voice comms in a specific game. Um, I know it's one of the ways I met you, actually, um, when I was trying to find friends to play with. Um, I know at that time, someone reached out to me and said, hey, you know, we're a community, you know, we like to have fun. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I'm not doing anything. And here we are. <laughs> From my previous comment, like, you had nowhere to go. So what are you going to do? Where are you going to spend all this energy, all this time? Uh, well, you're going to exhaust yourself by gaming.
You know what? I think those are all great answers becoming more social with the online community. For, for a guy that used to play mainly single player, open world, or, you know, just basically like games like Skyrim and other games that I spent hundreds upon hundreds of hours in, you know, I, I became more social with the people that I played with, with games that were more online oriented, like Call of Duty, Arma 3, games like that. Right, Kat? Yeah, same for me. I mean, before pre-pandemic, I wouldn't have jumped at the opportunity to play a game online with a bunch of people or be in a voice channel with a bunch of people. It's definitely not with my camera on. So it's shown me a new world into the social aspect of gaming. I love it because I love that we can all meet up and play together or we can be in a voice channel, hanging out, playing separate games and it'd be just as fun. We also have a lot of opportunities to have community nights and things like that, that can really help bring people together and create a sense of, you know, socialization that we couldn't feel outside in the real world. Um, I, I also think that, you know, you, you have an opportunity to meet people from different places, learn about people's cultures and, and things that we Sorry. may not have even had locally anyways. So definitely a, a lot of options to socialize within gaming. Yeah. I, I always have been like an online PC gamer, so I've always kind of socialized in that world. But I would say that like since the pandemic, I've socialized a lot more or made a deeper a, a deeper socialization with other people. Like I, I've made like friendships almost uh, in some ways with many people that I would have never gotten into contact with. Um, so much so that, you know, we sometimes get together in real life and stuff. And I mean, that's, that's kind of bring us to um, what our next question is, is like, do people get friendships with these people online? Like, do they make deep, lasting friendships? Have you made any long lasting friendships online? Not really. My situation was different and challenging because I am deaf. So there are a lot of barriers of communication between me and hearing people. It usually doesn't last long enough because they give up or are too lazy to type with me. However, we still game together, but it doesn't feel like real friendship. Have you made more lasting friendships online than in real life since the start of the pandemic? I think so. Yes. Um, I certainly I have. Definitely still have older friends from like high school and college that I am still connected with. But um, platforms like I'm not advertising anything, but like Discord is easy to like enter a chat and meet new people like that from all around the world. Yeah. Um, so I definitely made more friends virtually than physically trying to meet people. So it was interesting um, to to read what Cario said about him having a challenging issue because he's deaf. You know, I take it for granted a lot of times that, you know, I'm able to hear everybody on Discord or I'm able to hear things in games. And I think just reflecting on what he said, you know, I, I kind of feel sad that like he 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 doesn't get like a meaningful friendship. Um, a lot of times because it's harder to communicate for him. You know, and I, I'm, I feel like I've become good friends with Cario recently in the last month or two, uh, just playing games with him. And 
you know, I, I do, I do feel for that. I, I hope that more deaf people uh, or people with other disabilities are able to, you know, join us online and make friendships. And, you know, what, what Benny was saying that, you know, she was able to, um, to make lasting friendships more than in real life and stuff. You know, I've met up with people that I've been gaming with recently. I've met up with Benny. We went to um, the Space Kennedy Center. I met up with Ed. You know, he's come to visit me, see my kids and stuff. You know, those interactions would have never had happened if I didn't meet them on Discord, playing, you know, shooting games or whatever. Yep. You know, <laughs> how do you oh. feel what, about what they said, Chuck? No, I, I, I completely understand. I've made quite a few friends along the way, but, you know, like you have met some of them in real life. I've never met any of my online friends, but I've gotten uh, to know them on a first name basis, their real names, they have shared where they're from. But that's over the course of years that we've built trust together, gotten to know yeah. each other better, just like uh, you, myself and Kat, right, Kat? Mm hmm. Yeah, I um, going back to Cario's response, it also made me sad. Um, I, I feel like Discord especially has been such a huge thing for me. And um, a huge part of my mental health has been meeting up with you guys online and, and hanging out with my friends. And I hope that Cario, who I feel like I've gotten pretty close with over the last month or so, can feel my effort to, um, you know, be friends with him and, and things like that. But I didn't really think about that until reading his response. And it, it is something to be aware of for sure. Um, I've made a ton of friends online and same as you, Jock, where, you know, over time we become closer and closer and more and more comfortable with each other and giving each other uh, our real names and, and, and things like that. I've met up with people that I've met through Discord as well. And I consider some of my friends online to be much closer than in real life. And I also feel like it, I less and less look for friends in general in real life now because of the the con yeah, not, not convenience, yeah. as in I don't want to put in the effort, but just how much easier it can be to connect with people for me online now, which is so, so new. I mean, if you, if I went back five years I, and told myself that I would be this comfortable hanging out with people online, I would, I would call myself crazy. <laughs> so, um, I've even met up with people online who I normally would spend time with in person. My roommate, uh, family from across st the States, friends who are even in town that I could just go grab a coffee with, but instead we might hop on Discord for a Discord call. Did you meet up with friends online that you would have normally spent time with in person? Yes. I think the convenience of it, um, I hate to say it, but I think it's becoming more expensive to actually go out places now. Um, so being able to say, hey, you know, do you want to just enter this voice chat with me? You know, spend the 15, 30 minutes um, just to catch up. It's just like a phone call, except you're just having it with more people. It's a group phone call. Benny brings up a really good point about the the cost of going out. Um, it definitely is is easier to meet up online and not have to pay for the Uber and the dinner and the drinks or whatever you you do um, when you go out. So 
I think that has a lot to do with why I've been more likely to, or not more likely, but I've definitely met up with people online to game um, pretty often. And my roommate and I do this all the time as well. So I think that that was a really good point. Yeah, I mean, I definitely am trying to think back that I've, I've always kind of been a gamer where we get together with friends, you know, the guys or the boys would be playing uh you know f for a long time like that but i don't have many like friends that i just hang out with in real life most of my good friends are usually people that i've met online and that we've been you know we've been going online for 15 years uh, you know i've i've made friends for that long online so it's hard for me to to gauge myself in that situation but I do agree, like going out and stuff, going to a restaurant, you're going to spend like a hundred bucks, you know, just, exactly. just for an outing. Yeah. And and Benny makes a good point that you, you spend like 10 bucks on a game. You have it for like, you know, a month of gaming time, you know? Yeah. What do you think, Jock? Well, um, I kind of agree. And another thing that's more personal to me is that it's really hard for me to make personal friendships on a physical level, like meeting people and making friends. Uh, I did not have that issue while I was in the military because it's a completely different scenario. And, you know, you, you train together, you live together, kind of that kind of scenario. So the relationships over there were very different than the relationships I have online. So I never really played any video games with those guys because it was a completely different scenario. But there's another thing, you know, when we talk about spending time together from friends, there's another more important part is about family and how the pandemic hit that. You know, normally time that you'd spend with your kids going to the park, uh, you were not able to do that because everything was closed or you'll have to mask up everywhere. You could not go to the movie theater. You could not do anything. You know, I know it's more expensive than buying a $10 video game, but it did, uh, you know, you incorporated a lot more family time into video games than you did by uh, going out and spending money. Did you incorporate gaming into your family time as a way to replace some of the family time outside of the home that you could no longer have? You know, my dad who lives, he doesn't live too far away, but we don't see each other very regularly. Like every week we get together and we go into VR and we watch a movie or play a game. And so that's like, for me, a really, it's just a huge increase. Like not something I could have done in person because I do have kids. I can't leave at night, you know? So it's like, um, so, I mean, I'm using it to connect with my family as well. And, um, my dad does a gaming YouTube. And so we, we do oh, a lot of so like cool. more gaming stuff together now that he's doing that. And, um, so it's definitely a, definitely a way that I'm connecting with different people. My, I have a little brother who's a teenager and he has VR also. So he's someone I never would have really seen except on holidays and stuff. And now I can see him in VR and we can play games. So it, it's pretty cool. Actually, recently we had a game night um, with another group of friends and my brother was peeking over my shoulder and he was like, is that crab games? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it is crab games. He's like, I've seen that on YouTube before. That's so cool. And this was when he was coming over. Um, my mom and um, his dad had to do something. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll watch him. But, you know, I kind of had this gaming night already planned. Um, so I actually let my brother play in my as my character and did not tell um, 
my friends online and my brother kicked their asses. So yeah, that was he pretty was funny. But man, yeah, I remember that. All right, that was that was exceptional. Like you know how Buffy said that she spends more time with her dad and her brother like on mm-hmm. VR that she sees them more often. And just like how Benny said that uh, one of our game nights when we were playing crab game, uh, her brother <laughs> kicked our behinds, you know, it was, yeah. a, that was, a, that was a fun part about it because, you know, it's the same thing. Me and my daughter, uh, we play Minecraft together a lot. She comes home, you know, from school. She's like, dad, Minecraft, Minecraft, Minecraft. It's funny because, you know, we're incorporating a lot of family time into that as well. Instead of like she, her saying, let's go to the park. Now we're on Minecraft building, you know, yeah. building mines. It, it's funny. Yeah, I also have the same experience, Chuck. Like you, I, I have two boys. I mean, I know you don't have two boys, but I have two boys. Um, and they we both get together. We played Splatoon. We played Minecraft. All these different games. Um, so much so that, like, my, my youngest right now, he's being tested for, like, gifted classes because awesome. he learned how to read. He learned how wow. to spell wow. math just from minecraft and so he's in kindergarten he's at a like a fourth grade le- reading level wow. right now that's impressive and yeah that's how and so before the pandemic we probably wouldn't have had him on the computer as much but now he he knows so much about the stuff like it it really enhanced his educational experience in a way that i wasn't expecting you know when i was a kid they used to say oh get off the computer you're 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 gonna you know <laughs> kill your brain just playing games all day now it's like wow this is a tool you know exactly. this is a good tool and i i mean even though it's sometimes uh it, it takes away from our family time going to the park or something i can see how you know this could be a useful thing for us um how do you feel uh, about what they said cat so I don't personally, I don't didn't personally incorporate any into fam, any gaming into my family time because my family does not game. Uh, but I'm really glad that you all were able to do that. I think that it's it's very valuable. It's and it's amazing that you were able to replace some of what you lost with gaming, and it still um, be a positive thing and entertainment and fun. Um, you know, it sometimes still blows my mind that we went through a pandemic. Um, I mean, holy moly, like that's just crazy. Gaming was there for us and we all went through it together. And mm-hmm. I think that um, that's my biggest takeaway is that, you know, we went through something terrible together and there are so many other things that people use as outlets, but mine was gaming and it introduced me to you guys and this whole other um, yeah. side of, of gaming that I didn't even know existed. And for that, I'm, I'm just grateful it was there. Yeah, I mean, looking back at how the pandemic uh, affected our lives, you know, my boys really became gamers, you know, and that that just wouldn't have happened if the pandemic didn't hit, you know, like the, we share a common interest and there's something always to talk about. They always want to say, hey, pop, you know, papa, look at this thing and look at this. Look what I did. I'm, you know, it gives me an opportunity to to connect, connect with them. them on a different mm-hmm. level. You know, and I, I, it's awesome, you know, um, but the pandemic affected us in so many different ways, for, you know, not just in game, Lots but of scars. in all essence, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's always that, you know, you, you pick out the things that came positive out of game, uh, out of the pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. and for us in the gaming world, you know, I, that's a huge one for me, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, the social implications of this pandemic were vast. Like, look at some people, you know, uh, downright were not able to spend their time with their family and friends. And some people yeah. that took towards gaming really enhanced their social skills, became and made friends. And, you know, all all that stuff, that's very important. The social aspect of the pandemic is very important when it comes to gaming. And um, there are other parts to it as well, because this is such a huge topic when yeah, we really talk is. about the video yeah. game industry and how the pandemic affected it, that we can talk about it for days, like the financial yeah. we aspect We just barely scratched the surface. Exactly. <laughs> yep. All right, that brings us to the last and the most important part of the podcast, guys, and that is what game will you be playing now? I know for myself I'll be playing Hogwarts because the mods are out, and I'll be presenting the greatest house in Hogwarts history, and that's Slytherin, and that's my <laughs> house. <laughs> well, I'll be playing Hogwarts as well as a Ravenclaw, which I was still I'm still a little surprised that that was my house. I wanted Hufflepuff, but um, I'll be playing that until the new Star Wars comes out. And then that will be my binge game for a while. What about you, Zach? Yeah. I, I mean, we're all going to be playing Hogwarts then because <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a Ravenclaw. Uh, but yeah, I'm I. I, I, I'm trying to find different games recently on just to bring more people together because a lot of times on Discord, we're all playing like different single player games, even though we're like enjoying our company, we're just bullshit, you know, yeah. but I would like to, I would like to find more games to bring us together, even though I'm playing, I'm going to be collecting every single chest I can find in Hogwarts. And <laughs> oh yeah, I want to 100% <laughs> it. Yeah, because sure. I know like Star Wars is coming out and a lot of big games this year. So I want to try to get it done and enjoy it while I'm doing it. You know, I like to enjoy the journey. Yeah. All right. So that completes our topic for today. You know, in the future, if there's more interest in this topic, we would definitely love to talk about it more. Um, if you would like to tell us more about what you thought about it, please email us at player to start podcast at gmail.com and we are looking forward to hearing your thoughts um please leave us some leave us some feedback youtube google podcast wherever we're on there a huge thank you to our listeners and our guests we had benny cario buffy and cj we appreciate you guys helping us with this podcast and we look forward to putting out some more content and more podcasts next month. And see you guys then.